Welcome, everybody, to the Adeptus Ridiculous podcast. My name is Bricky. Join with me is my co-host, DK Diamantes. I am doing the intro now because we, this is a different episode, and it's not yep. a normal episode. It's and if I fuck up the intro, episode. it's acceptable if I fuck up the intro. It's okay. Mm. Um, due to popular, both popular demands and a promise we made a while ago but never got around to finally fulfilling, we are back with the All Guardsmen Party reading... If you can remember it last time, a lot of people were very, yay, they're going to read the All-Guardsman Party. And then we got super shit-faced, and, and we actually remember very little of it. And then we talked about bullshit for like 20 minutes. Yeah, um, I remember so. nothing about the Guardsman Party. Literally zero. I remember drinking half a bottle of whiskey. That's it. I think you you got to remember, like, they created their characters by which ones lived from, like, a giant battle and stuff like that. And... Oh, you should okay. remember that part. Right? I, I do vaguely remember that they were like, oh, hooray, some of us survived. And they're like, oh, congrats. Now you're in the Inquisition. And it's like, uh-oh. Okay, that, that's good enough. That's good enough. Okay. That's all I remember oh, is battle, good. someone survived, Inquisition. Oh, no. Yes, good. That's good. That's good enough. Um, besides that, if you would like to support the podcast, go check us out on Patreon, which is actually where we ended up getting this whole dealio from, as well as uh, checking out all of our ma major Patreon-based rewards, like joining the Discord and other things such as the posters and stuff. Discord, and posters. you know, Discord well, access, I'm just, bloopers if they happen. They're there for the posters. They're well, fair. Uh, there, and also maybe there for the the really cursed comics, which I hope we do more of because those are fantastic. Well, you can also get the comic at adeptusridiculous.com. I think yes, the they're all all the parts are the website, yeah, right? all the parts are available to everyone for free now. You get the comic early, so if you want to check that, out, you can go to adeptusridiculous.com. Mm -hmm. uh, as for merchandise, orchidate.com. I'm wearing it. Cool shirt, Bricky. Let's, let's go, Mechanicus. Let's go. It's a little shiny. It's because of my light. Don't worry. But let's mm -hmm. fucking go. Got my got my mechanical men shirt. Oh right, it's mechanical men. men. There is mm -hmm. no. We are very careful with this. Yep. Um, first person mm -hmm. to find out what the binary says gets a cookie. Uh, non hammer fifty five thousand. Anyway, yep. mm -hmm. check that out in the description. Orchidate.com, and if you buy this and another one of these shirts or hoodies, you get 10% off on the order. That was what I remember setting it at. Uh, six, so, six, six. it's time to do All Guardsmen Party, DK. All Guardsmen, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this time, we're we're sober. This time. Oh, it's so boring. It's so boring. Whatever. I mean, it's 10.45 a.m. right now. I have Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. I, I, I don't. Well, that's because you've got anime hat. What, I, what what is that hat, DK? It's a it's a Tokidoki hat. I don't think it says anything specific. It just has like cherry blossoms. I think it says Tokidoki on the brim, but yeah, and cherry blossoms buddy, on the bottom. Yeah, it's, I think it's my buddy cool likes Tokidoki. I don't know Tokidoki though. That's why. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're kind of known for like the the female on the hat. That's kind of like their primo design. But yeah, isn't that most anime? Like, isn't isn't, um, what's, what's the chick well, with the giant like Barrett fifty cal, but in like a bikini? Oh, uh, Yoko. Isn't she like Gurren, the the, the face Lagen. of the show thing? Well, yeah, she's like the face of Gurren Lagann, but not she's not like the face of anime. She's kind of. I, like, I, I meant of the show is what I was saying. Oh yeah, but this isn't okay. Like her, uh, this uh, is uh, just, whatever. This is just some dude's uh, drawing depiction of. Ah, uh, says so shy. Cut all this. This is anime. We talked enough about this in the last one. Boy, I like anime. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay, so we're starting with Guardsmen and Pilgrims. Set language to Italian. <laughs> yes, please read it in Italian. Please. Why is it, all, why is it only Italian and English? <laughs> why, this is so it's because they're big fans of the word bears. <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> All right, all right. <clears throat> so I start with the first one. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Gross. Ah. Yeah, take a sip. Take a sip. Jesus. <laughs> so last time, the surviving remnants of a regiment of Imperial Guard found themselves the guests of the Ordos Xenos. 
Several guardsmen were found to be harboring gene stealer infections and were purged, but the remainder were given the opportunity to continue to serve the Imperium as soldiers of the Inquisition. I like how we completely forgot to mention that because we didn't remember most of guardsmen and pilgrims, because we were too wasted, we're yeah. starting from the beginning. Continuing. Oh, so yeah. no shit. There we were. 37 guardsmen who had just graduated the Darwin School of Veterancy on an Inquisition ship getting told that our lives would now consist of hanging out with just about the scariest people in the Imperium doing whatever they told us to. Serving in the Inquisition is not a very normal job, as in there's no way of knowing how things are going to work or what you'll have to do. Inquisitors have tons of leeway in how they do things, so each one runs their team in their own unique way. You might get an Inquisitor who likes to travel around following rumors and hanging out with the heroes of the Imperium, and it's your job to act as the cavalry when they get into trouble. You might get an Inquisitor who is really into research and wind up spending all your time guarding an incredibly disturbing science facility. You might get an Inquisitor who hangs out playing psychic nursemaid to a band of spies and end up being used as a meat suit by your boss when he feels a personal touch is needed. Or you might get the inquisitorial equivalent of a Pokemon trainer. The, you know, the, the inquisitors is, are, are psychers, right? They're like under control-ish psychers. Is that the inquisition? No, inquisitors are like the KGB. Um, oh, they, okay. they are like the, they're like the secret police. They kind of go around. Sometimes they can be psychers. Um, okay. Often they they either use their psychic ability to root out people, or they're they're spies, they're secret police, they're the KGB. Right. They go to your world and they're like, I think there might be demons afoot, and I'm gonna find out who's doing it. And if they find out, then they blow up your world. You know, right? The Inquisitors are the only people who can commit exterminatus. Oh, they're well, the only ones. Well, they're the only people with the power to do so. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you asked Malkador to do it, he could be like, let's go. Yeah. But the Inquisition didn't exist during Malkador's time. So, right. um, yes, they are the when, church's secret police. When it said end up being used as a meat suit, I, I couldn't help but think of Heldane and how he got his grimy little paws into people and made them do shit. Yeah. Ghost. Yeah. I mean, Heldane was, was a psyker. Yeah. Yeah. He was in. Or Heldane, whatever his name was. Horseman. Yeah. <laughs> he had a, a queen face. No, you, um, you're actually right. Apparently, people told me that apparently he's a reoccurring character in a different Inquisitor book, mm -hmm. and he's there, and he got fucked up, and so he reconstructed his face to look like a horse to scare people. Oh, you are actually so he, right. He, he does have a horse yes! face. He's a furry. You were right. I yes, was right. Um, nice. He got what he fucking deserved. You get what you fucking deserve, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your turn next paragraph <laughs> pokemon trainer isn't the best way to put it pokemon professor might be better our inquisitor collected teams from across the sector and handed them out to interrogators who needed to get their feet wet leading a team this was actually a pretty important role not every inquisitor has uh, time or men to spare when an when an apprentice interrogator is ready to move on so they would get sent to our boss he would set them up with a team and mission and keep an eye on how they did. He had a real name, but we called him Professor Oak. Oak had, a, <laughs> Oak had a fair number of recruitment teams that wandered around looking for fresh meat, one of which was hanging around our battle checking for gene stealers and drafting guardsmen who wouldn't be missed. We got packed up and sent along to Oak's mobile base of operations and got put through a crash course in being an Inquisition, being an Inquisition goon squad. Then we got split into squads of five or six, partnered up with some combat light teams, and handed out a dewy-eyed interrogator like the 40k equivalent of a Bulbasaur. Handed cool. out dewy-eyed interrogators. You know, <laughs> what, a, what an interesting way to, to put it. Dewy-eyed interrogators, yeah. I, Is I guess Professor early... Oak a reoccurring character in Pokemon? Uh, or is yeah. he just like, or he was like a big one from like a really popular game way back when? So he was the professor for like Red and Blue, like the OG, like Gen One professor. Oh, I don't so know. That's why he's known so well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was also in the the you know the cartoon. Um, I don't remember if he was oh. in. I think he shows up in some of the other gens, but he's not like the main professor. You say um, the cartoon. You, you know, you the is the anime. 
Well, I I know you have a little disdain for anime. I don't want to poke the bear, you know. You can say the, the word anime. I'm not. It's like a fucking Russian <laughs> trigger word. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, you say anime, and then I immediately, I immediately start. Your head explodes. explodes. No, I turn into um, uh, Jordy Lafour. <laughs> is that the name of uh, in in Where Star Trek? The... Who? Wait, which one's Jordy? He's the one with the visor. Yeah. Okay, Jordy Lafour. In that one episode of TNG, when he like has to kill someone, he's just kind of like walking down the hallway because he's like a sleeper agent because the Romulans <laughs> did some bullshit to him. It's like anime, and I and I perk up, and I go yep. turn, <laughs> and, and you I, turn and into go, an and assassin, I, and I go mm-hmm. kill the guy who made Genshin Impact. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was China. That was a uh, that was Mihoyo, but uh, it wasn't one I don't, guy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of people you gotta you gotta off if you're gonna get rid of everyone that made Genshin. But that's that's probably a good point. Yeah, granted. China also made Raid Shadow Legends, so you know I, I got a lot of options out there. You do. You have a lot of options. Genshin is kind of trash anyway. That gotcha system is so. Whatever happened to birds, you? Man. I thought you grinded the shit out of Genshin. I did, and it's because I grinded the shit out of Genshin that I now have sort of like this disdain. I'll still play it, but it's like, oh, I feel dirty. Like oh, I like shouldn't Warframe. be playing this. I shouldn't be playing. It's exactly like Warframe. Except, except Warframe except- isn't as scummy. Yeah, D D is at least nice. Yeah, gotcha. Um, oh my god, the gotcha in Genshin is so fucking scummy. Holy shit. It's bad. Uh, anyway. Okay, ahead. speaking Here's of scummy next. people. <clears throat> <laughs> we were playing as the guardsmen. Everyone else was handled by the DM. Each team was filled out to 10 by other classes leading towards the non-combat side. Some more adepts, psychers, and tech priests than the other classes. There was some of everything in each group, as well as the interrogator, who could be pretty much anything. We worked with our DM to split our survivors up into groups. Then he tackled on the sheets, or tacked on the sheets, sorry, for our NPC associates, gave us a very vague overview of what each group's assignment was, and asked us which one we wanted to play as. The groups we didn't play as would all go on their own missions and the survivors would meet us when we got back to base. We chose the squad that was being sent as part of a two-team force to check out some suspect cultist activity in a pilgrim fleet. Our roster consisted of five guardsmen, two adepts, a tech priest, a cleric, a sister of battle, and our interrogator was a former cleric. Uh, the all guardsmen party and the pilgrim fleet. You know, question, Shy. What is an adept? Is it like just someone who's really good at some shit or well that's what the definition of an adept I guess yeah, is but when you're adept at something yeah yeah I don't I don't I, know I, I'm not familiar with an adept in 40k In my head I'm just thinking mass effect adepts so I'm like oh yeah they do singularity biotics. they have throw they have four yeah 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 they they do biotics uh, probably I'm sorry you know is the formal title given to the individual imperial servants of the various departments of the adeptus terra that serve the will of the benefit uh, Beneficent Emperor. These titles are used by everyone in the service of the Emperor as part of the Imperial Service, from high-ranking officials to lowly scribes. That doesn't help me a whole lot. So they're they're just like underlings, basically. They're, they're like they're like officials, I guess. Um, so they're they're probably gonna die, is what we're is what I'm hearing. Well, so there's like tech adept, which is a similar title used by tech priests when dealing formally with the rest of the Imperial bureaucracy. So I guess a a maybe a tech priest liaison or a tech priest um the word is escaping me right now when you have a, a like a little building in another country the word is escaping me oh um, um god um the embassy uh, like like, like, a, like a diplomat you, yeah, embassy yeah. is what you're embassy thinking. embassy thank you embassy um, so maybe an embassy would be the title of the person. Okay. Is that how it, I don't know. Diplomat. Perfect. So, so, so if the tech priests and the tech, uh, uh, Mechanicus of Mars needed to go do some political talks with a planet, they would send a tech adept, I guess. Um, all right. That's, I, I, uh, uh, your turn. Cultist activity. It really sounds like these guys are about to get fucked up. Like, this is usually, usually cultist activity doesn't end well, does it? Wait, where the hell are you reading cultist activity? That's what you just read to check out some suspected cultist activity in a pilgrim. Place. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were reading the first bits of the next thing. I'm like, that's not. Oh that's no, not I was, I was, was just saying, like, I'm, I'm uh, foreshadowing that they're probably about to get like. Well, you, you remember the Shriven? They were pretty creepy. <laughs> 
A little bit. So imagine you're a guardsman that's just been recruited, fought a brutal campaign that wore down your regiment, watched the remainder of that regiment get taken out by Tyranids, then found yourself in the hands of the Inquisition. Then the Inquisition purges a few of your buddies, okay, gives you an offer you can't refuse, ships you through the warp, and dumps you into a really creepy boot camp. Finally, they split you and your remaining buddies up into squads, introduce your squads to some weird-looking guy who seems far too excited to see you, and tell you to do everything he says. Now you're hanging out in a bunch of passenger cabins on a Navy ship going Emperor knows where with a few of your buddies, an interrogator, three nerds, one of which is more metal than meat, a priest, and a psychotic blonde bombshell wearing armor that's probably worth more than all of your squad's gear combined. We were just a little weirded out. Our merry band consists of a cynic, a nervous med student, a lazy bastard, a shameless thief, and a paranoid by the name of Sarge, Doc, Heavy, Nubby, and Twitch.tv. Anyway, uh, technically the others were part of our... (laughs) I can't help it! It's, 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 you know... God damn it. Subscribe to Twitch. Yeah, uh, technically the others were part of our band as well, but quite frankly, we wanted nothing to do with any of them, with the possible exception of the sister, and only in the hypothetical sense. Considering uh, yeah, how old, considering how old this uh, this like all guardsman party website appears to be, I'm going mm-hmm. to make the assumption this is before they uh, they turn the sisters of battle into an absolutely horrifying faction and back when they had old repentia outfits positive oh, skimpy ones yeah yeah i'm pretty sure this is back when when the sisters of battle were fighting in high heels and before they yeah. were the 2021 sisters of battle which are basically akin to to fear yeah probably although probably. you know some people might be into that i'm not here to kink shame you, you know, you know, that's fair. Maybe I'm playing too much Guilty Gear and I'm, I'm too used to <laughs> classic. You know, you know, for all of my hatred for anime, Guilty Gear is pretty good. Well, it's, it's always been a really good fighting game. It's a little complex, but it's always been uh, really, really solid in terms of yeah. like mechanics and controls and everything. The older oh. ones were a lot more combo heavy and a lot more difficult to learn. Apparently, Strive is just like, oh, yeah, this one is like the easy version of Guilty Gear. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I heard that, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, is it as easy as, like, smashed? No, it's not. No, no, no. Smash, um, smash is kind of, smash is in its own game. realm of fighting games, yeah. yeah. It's I didn't want to say smash game. is easy, but, yeah. Ah, yeah. smash is easy to learn. I can, my mom could play smash. Can, can <laughs> you, my mom plays smash competitively? No, but she can yeah. learn how to play smash. Yeah, she can't um, play Smash competitively. I assume she showers. <laughs> I've been to multiple Smash tournaments, and you are right. That's the meme. That's the meme. <laughs> well, there's that meme. There's also the other meme, but we don't need to worry about that one right now. Yeah, let's um, leave that on the down low. Yep. Let's, 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 let's go down there. <laughs> uh, our interrogator and the others spent the entire journey going through the files that Oak had sent along, planning how they would hunt down a suspected cultist, sorting out who had contacts where, and brushing up on the exact flavor of the Imperial cult that dominated the Pilgrim fleet. We paid just enough attention to establish we would be on ships the whole time, and that we were not expected to actually do anything strenuous unless everything got screwed up. Then we played cards and slept a lot. Some people might say that two months is a long time to play cards and take naps, but those people have never served in the guard. I, I this dude was so in the military. There is no <laughs> way. There is yeah. no. Everyone tells me all the time when you're in the army or in the marines, it is ninety nine percent cards, jerking off, and PT, and then one percent <laughs> sheer terror, and everything yeah. else is just like utter fucking boredom. Just sack time. Um, just sack. Like, nothing but that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't all sack. But it, it, it wasn't all sack time. Sarge made sure we kept up on our PT and combat drill. Gotta stay in shape. I- there you go. 
by the end of the trip, we were all we we were well rested and ready to stretch our legs, whereas our teammates were wound up like strings and developing new conspiracy theories every few minutes. We finally arrived at the Pilgrim Fleet, which, as we understood it, was a bunch of ships full of hardcore zealots on their way to the world they consider holier than normal to pray sightsee and generally replace the population that an orc wah had recently removed they had some sort of deal with the ecclesiarchy to provide extra transports and fleet escorts so it was basically just an imperial colonization fleet except everyone was just a teeny tiny bit crazier than usual they were hanging out in orbit around the hive world refueling refitting and gathering more pilgrims the nerds and nuts as we called them outside of their hearing were pretty much that uh were pretty much that a chaos cult had infiltrated during either this stop or previous one and was playing something very evil probably something to do with geller fields or demons or plagues or heresy we operated on the assumption that they would tell us when we they figured it out anyhow our ship joined the fleet escort and a bunch of voxing and liaisoning started you know what a What's geller field is what? I, why don't god, you tell me <laughs> god damn it we're on the same same wavelength um a geller field is a special field that you put around your ship when you go through the warp. Um, so oh, okay. you know how in real life they have submarines that go to like the bottom of the Mariana Trench or whatever, and yeah. they're they're really small and they're really tight because if you get one hole breach, the pressure would kill all of you. Oh yeah, you just like a um, tuna can just getting. Yeah. So a uh, so a Geller field is the idea that um, the warp is that. It's it's nothing but infested in demons and all yeah. kinds of horrible things, and they're always like clawing at your ship. The Geller okay. field being on is like a nice protective bubble when you go through the warp, gotcha. so demons don't fuck you up. And it doesn't always it, work, oh. um, but because demons are persistent, uh, the warp is the warp. But uh, sometimes, if the Geller field fails or someone sabotages it, demons just fucking run amok on your ship, and shit yeah. just goes bad. So the Gellerfield uh, keeps the demons out. When it keeps the demons the out. It, it's, it is gotcha. the anti-demon coating you put on your on your ship before you go out. Um, it's, it's so sometimes, ship. so sometimes heretics and cultists might sabotage it, and then you go of in the course. warp, and then then everything is demonic, and then everything gets crazy, and then all the right. all the cultists turn into fucking monsters. Oh boy, that sounds yeah, it's, fun. It's good stuff. You want you want to keep the Gellerfields up if at all possible. Mm-hmm. There's actually a uh, either a Blackstone Fortress or some other model uh, book where a Gellerfield there, there's a thing called Geller Pox, which is a fancy Nurgle virus that infects the Gellerfield. Oh, uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, well, it sounds you know. bad. <laughs> so, cool. It's cool if you're Nurgle. If you're uh, on that me- ship, it probably blows. Yeah, like this is uh, here. It is. This is the Geller Pox infected. This, these are like the lower deck dudes that oh. have all been contorted and merged and turned into weird fucking shit. Oh my um, god! Because because the Geller Pox got to them. Oh, oh boy, yeah. that's that's not fun. I mean, it's it's Nurgle is what it is. Yeah, that's ooh. all right. Uh, our job was generally pretty simple. We were there to stand guard, look menacing, and always be ready to kick some ass. If the boss went somewhere official, we'd slap an. Uh, that's I the, guess that's an imperium. Ecclesiarchy's seal thing. You know, ah, it looks like yeah. the, Inquis- the Inquisition seal. Okay. Badge on and flank him like good little goons. If the boss went somewhere unofficial, we'd leave the badge off and slouch a little. Truly, we were masters of disguise. <laughs> Whenever the nerds and nuts took shuttle trips to look up. Uh, leads or meet contacts at least one of us would tag along to watch their back or be on hand in case of emergency except when the sister visited other sororities we weren't invited on those trips for some reason probably because you didn't wear any shoes um when we (laughs) (laughs) no no no, don't stop (laughs) when we weren't on duty we each had our own little pastimes Sarge would worry about that insanity, would worry about what insanity our superiors are planning while Doc would read his beginner's guide to medicine and heavy slept. Nubby would wander around looking for small objects no one would miss. He did this while on duty too, and Twitch would obsessively craft tripwire traps and drink recaf. Twitch and Nubby 
didn't exactly endear themselves to the locals, but supply and perimeter defenses are important parts of being a guard, so we didn't mind. Things were going pretty well for us. No one was shooting on us. The rations were good. It didn't rain on us when we stood guard. And no one outside of our team yelled at us to do stuff. Occasionally, we'd have to make a show of force or beat the shit out of someone who tried to mug one of our nerds. But generally, things were pretty quiet. The most excitement we had in those first few weeks was our cleric got into a religious debate. And Sarge had to pistol whip the other debater until he put down the flamer. Oh, <laughs> that's that's quite a debate. I mean, if there's one thing the ecclesiarchy like, it is the flamer. Well, the, the sisters flamer. specifically do like their mm -hmm. flamers quite a bit. Ooh, Actually, I, I scrolled down a little. Fun. I scrolled down a little bit, and I looked at one of the images. It's the image mm -hmm. of Loki in the containment field from the first Avengers movie. This actually isn't that long ago. I mean, the first. Oh no! When did the first? Ooh, I don't Avengers. think you want to look that up. I think you want to just leave that alone. Oh, it's 2012. It's only been nine oh, years. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I told you you shouldn't look it up like that. You never it never works out well when you're like, oh, it can't be that. What do you mean, eleven years? You know, it's it's never. Bad idea. <sighs> Eventually, idea. they must have figured something out because we all we all rebased to a single pilgrim ship and made ourselves the guests of the captain. While everyone else was running around saying things like "the game is afoot" and "we almost have them" and "I can practically smell them," Sarge had us gear up and get ready for everything to go ploin shaped. The ploin shaped ploin the the cavalcade of screw ups started with one of our nerds finding a chaos tome in a collection of holy relics and immediately decided that it was his inquisitorial duty to find out exactly what flavor of soul-destroying evil it was by reading it. Unfortunately, Nubby was currently on babysitting Dewey and was not experienced enough to know that the correct response to someone doing this is to hit them until they stop being stupid. Instead, he called for backup, which is a pretty good response in any case, while we kept the, while he kept the priest who owned the relic collection covered. By the time backup arrived, the adept was giggling and speaking backwards. Backup Ooh. consisted of Heavy and Twitch, as well as, unfortunately, the other adept and the cog boy. The two sanish nerds dedicated the correct response here was to try and take the book away from the gibbering adept and start chasing him around the room. Since neither the adepts nor the tech priest were very athletic, the chase, the tech priest should have put some little, uh, little, little tentacle like coils for his feet instead. Yeah. What a, what a, what a low tier tech priest. <laughs> uh, very athletic. The chase looked like a bunch of nerdy kids trying to play tag than Inquisition agents pursuing a heretical artifact. None of us felt comfortable taking the initiative here, so we all just covered the doors to make sure no one entered or exited and stood there watching the demented game of keep away. Then the gibbering adept finished the spell he had been apparently been reciting, and a minor demon manifested. You know, oh boy. You, you know, you know, you know who would have stopped this. You know, uh... you know. Our, our good, our good man Variel, he wouldn't have let this oh, happen. Variel no. would have would have been like, been like, <laughs> surrender that book and surrender your skin. It's, it's time. <laughs> well, I mean, he would have taken the skin regardless. I mean, he would have taken the skin regardless. Variel does not fuck around. He doesn't really give you a first or second chance. He just does what he wants. And he would have walked up and like Talos. We must speak. <laughs> with this fucking, this fucking weird, weird thing. It's like, like tech ad adept. I require the book that you are currently reading immediately. Take skin. Yep. Take he has skin. a great. He has a great voice. I fucking he love Mario's VA. He and he's savage. He's so creepy and so savage. It's just yeah. He's, he's hmm. wonderful. If we, if you, we're talking about the second book of of fucking uh, the Night Lords, Blood Reaver. Mm -hmm. Skulls, blood, the, the red corsair. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, the red corsairs in that one. Yep, they're they're like they're like pirates. They're cool. Yeah, literally. Yeah, they're, they're, they're literally like chaos pirates. Yep. Even has yep. the fucking did you did you meet Huron yet? Oh yes, Huron Blackheart Black with his Heart. with his fucking Arr. psychic little like monkey dude running across <laughs> him and. It's so, like, so creepy. Someone should tell him he's got like a monkey running on his back. He knows. It's like he knows. Sirion's like, I would shoot that fucking thing if I could. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. This galvanized us nicely, and all three of us started pouring last fire into the thing before it could do anything. 
Unfortunately, the priest we had been covering took the chance to run for it. Then the gibbering adept followed him out of the open door. Then both our nerds gave chase, and now all four were running through a room full of pilgrims. The priest was screaming about heretics and daemons, and the adept was screaming about the glory of chaos, and the nerds were still trying to wrestle the book away. The pilgrims mobbed the insane adept and tore him and the book apart in seconds, then started chasing the nerds with similar intent. The cogboy apparently took charge and decided that not being torn to pieces was the better part of valor. Then he concluded that the safest place to hide from a mob of maddened imperial zealots was with the tech priest who kept the ship running. The nerds ran all the way to the ship's engine room with a steadily growing mob at their heels, bang for blood. The tech priest let them in and closed the door behind them, but the mob refused to disperse and settled in to siege them out. Meanwhile, the heroic guardsmen shot the minor demon until it stopped moving, then stomped on it until it stopped being solid. Ooh. Nice. Yuck. Good. That, <laughs> no, no questions left about that demon. Grabs the demon. Where are you stationed? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the gunnery? <laughs> that, that done, we went to check on the runners and saw the mob chase them out. This was above our pay grade, so we decided to kick the problem upstairs and fort it up while we waited for further orders. Eventually, our cleric and sister arrived with Sarge and Doc in tow, and the boss voxed us all. We gave a report. The nerds were voxed and gave uh, theirs. Then the boss... We gave a report, the nerds voxed and gave theirs, then the boss gave us our orders. Uh, Us guardsmen were to secure the relics and demonic remains. The nuts were sent to talk to the pilgrims' leadership to get their mob dispersed, and the boss would talk to the captain and get some support sent down. This sounded like a pretty good plan, but by this point, we started to suspect that we were the only competent people on the team. What happened next proved us right. I don't entirely believe that. They do have a sister of battle with them, and they're pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, they are. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're nuts in in both ways. They are quite efficient. Yeah, you know, and you also know quite the, crazy. Uh, yeah, you know the sisters' yeah. codex is like a like a top three codex right now. Is it really? Actually, yeah, it's not like um right now. Admech is the thing that's running afoot. Admech um, got a new codex, and they are like slapping. Oh my god, the Mars okay. Mars has come back. <laughs> Mars attacks. <laughs> Mars, Mars attacks. A- Mars attacks. They've come back with a fucking vengeance. It's, it's not fun. And now them everybody's and, rolling. Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's rolling around with that. And them and uh, and uh, Jukari, because oh, yeah. everyone likes I've... a good that. <laughs> everyone likes a good that. Those we all things. know what the Jukari do. We know what those dark elves do. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to to paint. Oh, dude! So I'm actually uh, on a slight side note because we were m- memeing about the book club. I actually mm-hmm. I'm I'm painting all my uh my night lord and stuff, and I actually got a whole bunch of night lord bits for my terminators. I I, I my shit came in. I got long flesh capes. I got oh. I got fancy uh fucking lightning claws for both their hands, and okay. I got them. I got a uh, lion shoulder pads, like the astromentar. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm I'm nice. stoked. They look so dope. I'm really excited to paint them. So I'm, do you I'm have really to get stoked. like a transfer kit for the Night Lords and you just like chaos up a regular Space Marine or is it like a separate? So, so chaos, they have Chaos Space Marines. Um, yeah. If you want to make them Night Lordsy, they sell like a like a bits kit, kit for them. Oh, right, um, right, right, right. The bit kit sucks. Do not buy it. <laughs> okay. Um, I went through like four separate third party websites to get stuff gotcha. like that. Okay, um, okay. Because they make don't sell real right. Yeah. Yeah, because like they don't sell a really good lion shoulder pads. Because I don't know of any of the main Space Marine chapters that do lions. Um, but you know, the Atramentar have like Nostrom and lions. Yeah, they have the Nostrom and lions so, on them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's neat. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show up to a tournament. I'm gonna be like, I got my night, night lords, lords, and then I'm gonna what? fight Yukari and get table turned two, and I'll be bodied. like. <laughs> yeah, what walks in with Night Lords, Ave Dominus knocks, loses turn two, leaves. Leaves, yep. Leaves. Go back to the darkness, Night Lord, where you belong. Uh, on the shelf. Uh, yeah. Our interrogator marched up to the captain of an Imperial vessel. A man who could trace his family's command of that ship back to the founding of the sector and started giving him orders. This did not go over well. You know, I'm glad we're, we're reading this sober now because this makes a lot more sense now that we've read Gaunt's Ghosts. Where um, they had that really obese Mechanicus captain, 
And he said, <laughs> why is Cargo talking to me? <laughs> In his captain's hammock. Hammock. <laughs> well, our interrogator was an agent of the Inquisition and had the rosette to prove it. That's like the thingy. Uh, he was not an Inquisitor. And the captain of the Imperial vessel is generally considered to be second only to the Emperor by their crew. He managed to insult the captain in about six different ways in three sentences, which resulted in him getting his ass thrown in the brig until he remembered his manners. This is like about, about akin to one of the serfs running up to the exalted and being like, What what kind of what kind of rabble rousing you running on this ship? <laughs> Mortal running up to the exalted being like, These orders are bullshit. It's like mm. wow. I hope you nope. like to be hung in the in the in the um, the war room. Mm-hmm. My, oh, my I just I just got to a great part in Blood Reaver that had the hound and someone being like crucified. I don't know. I I, I guess I should wait until the book club episode to talk about it. But I don't, I don't remember that part. You, you remind yeah. me when we're done with the episode. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the captain then sent us a brief message instructing us to sort out any problems with the cargo. Eh, see without bothering him or his crew. While we were digesting his new development, the cleric and the sister got jumped by the cultist we've been looking for. Luckily, the sister and cleric... Okay, I don't know what the fuck a cleric is in, in 40k. Um, I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure it's some kind of, like, maybe like a missionary or a preacher? Maybe? Uh, I just they, assumed they were, it was like a... Uh, it was just like a little... Uh, a little troop that the sisters had. I, no, know, the, there are no cleric. clerics in the sisters. Oh. Um... I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming like a missionary or a preacher. Incredible, they were heavily armed, incredibly paranoid, and far more level-headed in emergency than the nerds were. They fought a retreat to the Sororitas Conclave that kept watch over this shipload of pilgrims and dug in. Unfortunately, the only sisters in the Conclave were Hospitallers and some other non-combat orders. So, uh, we learned about that, like dialogists and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, while they could handle a bolter, they weren't suited for breaking out against the besieged cultists. To put it simply, they were stuck until help came, just like our adept in Cogboy. It was down to us to pull everyone's asses out of the fire and take care of business before things got any worse. You know, that's, a, that's about right. That's, that sucks. That sucks. I think, we, I think we have more appreciation for this now that we're, we were like farther into it. Yeah. And, you know, sober. That too. That, Continue. That, that helps. Uh, so no shit. There we were. Bunch of ordinary guardsmen on a spaceship full of crazy pilgrims and cultists. Our boss was in the brig until the captain was no longer pissed at him. Our nerds were trapped behind a mob that wanted to burn them as heretics. Our nuts were pinned down by a bunch of actual heretics, and it was our job to fix everything. I'm I'm a child and I giggled to myself when it when 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 I read our nuts were pinned down. <laughs> um I am. I have. <laughs> I have the mind of a twelve-year-old. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Sarge took command of the situation and started going through the Imperial Guard NCO disaster response checklist. Step one: secure the perimeter. Step two: determine chain of command. Step three: call for backup if needed. Step four: establish contact with friendlies. Step five: combine forces with friendlies and repeat. Step one was already done. We had that perimeter locked down like nobody's business. There just wasn't anything we actually cared about inside of it. Step two was a bit trickier because we were still in Vox contact with the nerds and nuts, and we didn't trust them to tie their shoes, much less lead an operation. We solved that problem by saying something about Vox interference and reducing the pickup range of our com beads until we could... Com beads? Yeah. It's like the, the, the ear thing. Right, right. Uh, until we could selectively ignore them. Step three was accomplished by asking the cog boy to get his admech buddies to send out the contact code for the other interrogator team that was looking at the fleet. Step four was already done as well. We knew exactly where the friendlies were. There were just a bunch of armed cultists and an angry mob between us and them. All that was left was to get cracking on step five. <laughs> just like nuts were pinned, I'd make buddies to send out the contact code for the interrogator team. I'm just, I'm just imagining like they got to save the sisters. And it's like, hello, fellow tech priest. We <laughs> require assistance saving the sororitas as their phalanges and toes must be salvaged for the oh, good of the Omnissiah. No. Oh, it's, it's, always the, it's always back to the toes, isn't it? It's always back to the... Goddamn yeah. sororitas feet picks. Jesus. Delchirian Del grinned. But then again, <laughs> Delchirian always grinned. Always grinned, yeah. They say that like like 10 A times. Lot. Yeah. It's great. 
Did you know that he has emerald eyes? He has like two giant, like like bright green jewel goggles in his skull. So I did not realize the, that actually. Deltrian's got fucking drip. I'm gonna call him drip. Yeah, drip Tian. Ah, it doesn't work. He's Deltrian. he's got drip. Del, yep. de, ah, fuck it. Um, the tech, the tech. Ah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> we decide that all things considered, this clerk and sister could use our help more and provide more help in return. So we went there first. Also, they were holed up with a bunch of hot nurses as opposed to creepy machine men. See, hospitalers being attractive is makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we still had our orders not to let anyone touch the demon goo or look for evil books. We either had to split up, which was stupid, or wait for reinforcements, which wouldn't be coming for a while, or lose our initiative, or use our initiative. So we tossed an incendiary grenade into the room and locked the doors and went to re- go rescue some hot nurses. Unsurprisingly, the cultists had set up an outer perimeter to keep out any reinforcements. So after we established where they were, we fell back and started looking for other options. Nubby put forward the idea that the pilgrims seemed inclined to mob heretics, and these were definitely heretics. And why charge a fortified position when you can get someone else to do it for you? So Sarge found the nearest chapel and made a heroic speech about how the hot nuns needed our help and would probably be very grateful. Suddenly, we had our own very our very own mob of zealots. Um, in case you don't know, pilgrims in 40k often are like, uh, obviously they're uh, you know like like tourists, so to speak. Uh, moving mm-hmm. from area to area, but they often go to Terra, and they're often like massive zealots. You know, so I just love they, how they are as they sound. I just love yeah. how their inspiration is. Let's go rescue some hot nurses, and everybody's just like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, Fuck hot yeah. nurses! Fuck yeah! Let's let's get them! Let's go! I'll I'll wait into hell for a hot nurse, dude! Fuck yeah!" The only the only thing that will ever <laughs> defeat ecclesiarchal sermons and extreme zealotry. Is the power of a man's dick? Yep, the power of is the strongest the tool. Yep. Yet, <laughs> the, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying continue, oh, oh. sir. Okay. The attack went more or less perfectly. The mob charged in from two directions, and after the cultists started mowing them down, we came in from a third. We cut into their flank like the pros we were, suppressing, advancing, and flushing like only a squad of guardsmen can. When we started to hit the cultists covering the sororitous enclave, the sister and the cleric saw their chance and pushed forward to meet us, crushing the last of the resistance. Unfortunately, the second we rescued, the sister and cleric started giving orders. Command of the Zelts was taken from us, and the entire mob was redirected towards the section of the ship where the cultists came from. Perforce, we tagged along, but none of us were exactly keen to be taking orders again, especially since the sister's plan seemed to consist of, get em. So while the sister and the cleric led the mob straight into a well-prepared enemy position, we appointed ourselves as the Hospitaller's Guide. Our squad hung around the rear of the charge and helped the saner sisters pick up the wounded while we watched for flankers and waited for the shit to hit the fan. We fully expected the mob's suicidal rush to fail. A lightly armed force trying to press through a choke point into a fortified enemy position wasn't going to work no matter how high their morale was. We weren't prepared for just how hard it failed, though. The cultists not only set up a very nice kill zone at the single entry point to their cargo bay, they'd also set up all sorts of runes and circles in the kill zone. The wave of bodies at attack resulted in a whole lot of people dying right on top of these runes which immediately started glowing and doing warpy stuff by the time the mob lost heart and started to retreat to the retreat the cargo bay was practically filled with lesser demons we took the reverse and the flow of bodies as our cue to move forward and lay down some covering fire yuck that sounds like it got real nasty real quick a lot classic classic uh <laughs> cultists setting up a bunch of ruins and then being like oh it's rain and men demons let's go hallelujah <laughs> uh, luckily the demons were equal opportunity warp monsters they spent as much time attacking each other and the cultists as chasing down the last of our pilgrim mob and its two erstwhile leaders uh, between the demons' lack of coordination and our covering fire, the two nutters managed to hobble most of the way back to our position. Most of us wanted to leave them there, but Doc sprinted out and dragged them the rest of the way to our lines and back to the hospitalers. Between the two of them, they had about three functional limbs, and Doc spent the next few hours with the sisters patching them up. At this point, Sarge reassumed command and decided that containment and waiting for reinforcements was the best of the available options. So we fell back around the corner, set up a barricade and heavy stubbers, then settled in for the long haul. After a while, the demons ran out of cultists to eat and started to poke their noses around the corner and were promptly shot in the face. 
This was old hat for us, really. We could defend a barricade in our sleep, literally in Heavy's case. And after a few initial rushes, the demons didn't really seem that keen on leaving their cargo bay. We all fell into our usual roles and routines from the guard. Twitch stared at the edge of the kill zone and fired whatever he thought someone might be moving while Heavy went to sleep, sitting up with his eyes open and finger on the trigger. <laughs> Behind the barricade, Sarge went around yelling at people and worrying. Nubby went off to acquire supplies and Doc made eyes on one of the hospitalers while they were both elbow deep in the cleric's guts. Ooh, no doc. doc. No doc. Jeez. Jeez, <laughs> so, doc. Any, so anyway, that's how I lost my medical license. <laughs> scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Fucking guts. Ugh. Literally in his sleep. Nice job, Heavy. Nice job. That's Doc. Oh, what? Wasn't Heavy uh, literally in his sleep when he was a uh, Oh, oh Heavy's in his sleep. I thought she yeah. meant Doc. Doc is like, is like gotta rearrange the <laughs> shrapnel. So what you doing after this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at all these guts. Anybody else hungry for spaghetti after this? <laughs> after a few hours of light trench duty, which was actually quite nice, all things considered, our backup arrived. The second interrogator's team, who had been doing Emperor Knows What all this time, showed up at our barricade and Sarge explained the situation. Once again, command was handed off, but luckily, the new interrogator decided to leave Sarge in charge of the barricade while he went to talk with the captain and convince him not to just void our section of the ship. Our little troop had been reinforced to ten guardsmen, two psychers, and another damn cleric. So Sarge, had as it was, so Sarge decided it was time to be proactive. Sarge wasn't happy to have another cleric around, and none of us wanted anything to do with the two psychers, so the cleric was put in charge of keeping them as far away from us as possible. That taken care of, a plan of attack was quickly formed, and a pair of grenade launchers were scrounged up from the other team's arsenal and Nubby's collection we started a walking barrage up the hallway and slowly advanced our entire barricade until it was at the edge of the cargo bay this wasn't exactly the fastest way to clear out the demon infest infestation but it was definitely the safest not a single one of them managed to get within biting range of us once we were at the edge of the bay we just sat there and shot nades into it until we ran out which took quite a while since Nubby could acquire a surprisingly large amount of stuff Eventually, the launchers ran dry, and it was time to clear the cargo bay the old-fashioned way. But the nades had done their job wonderfully. There wasn't really any cover left in the bay at all, so as long as we advanced slowly and carefully, it was pretty easy to mow down the remaining demons before they got close. All in all, it went pretty well, except for the big glowing shield thing at the back of the bay. Oh, yay! Yay! Magic! Big thing! Yay! I oh. like how their answer was, yeah, let's just empty a bunch of fucking nades into there and you know i'll do the job sure Why you know often not? often when i play 40k and and i see and i see the enemy is playing jakari and i see a whole bunch of witches or incubi on the other side that will blender me i would think to myself i don't need 40 heavy bolter shots to kill them but i'm going to put 40 heavy bolter shots <laughs> into them because i goddamn need to make sure they die <laughs> i have 40 i might not need them but Sure is sure. Ain't sure nobody sure. gonna notice if nobody's around to notice. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect strategy. <laughs> the shield was big and glowy and evil looking. We could sort of make out the remaining cultists inside of it doing cultisty things, but we had no desire to get close to it. Quite aside from its appearance, there were quite a few corpses near it that looked like they had been turned inside out. We uh, scientifically examined the shield for a while, which is to say we shot at it with every type of weapon we had <laughs> sitting around, but nothing even dented it. Eventually, we gave up, and Sarge Vox, the replacement interrogator, and the two adepts with, uh, with him for advice. We got a long-winded explanation that included a lot of terms like ritual and tropic shield and drawing power directly from the warp and energy-based demonic life form and attempt to physically resonate with, then overwhelm the field, which boiled down to go get the psychers to poke at it. This was not the solution we were hoping for. We'd all heard stories about psychers and had encountered a few chaos witches during one of our deployments. So none of us had any desire to be near our two psychers when they attempted to crack open the shield. With the exception of Sarge, the cleric, and the other squad's leaders, we all fell back as far as we could and got ready for a shitstorm. It didn't take long. Within a few seconds, the sight of the psychers walking towards the shield and getting all glowy, everything went wrong. The first psychers started screaming and was suddenly surrounded by a torrential downpour of blood. 
Then the second Psyker started growing wings and horns, and we all promptly opened fire on the possessed Psyker and quickly reduced him to a thoroughly charred corpse, while Sarge decked the first Psyker and dragged him back to our barricade. Since one Psyker was unconscious and the other was a pile of smoking ashes, we decided that it was probably time to figure out our own solution to the problem. And you and <laughs> we wondered why Psykers aren't liked. Nope, I have no doubts anymore why everybody is scared shitless of psychers and wants nothing to do with them and wants to kill them on site. Um, it's because they're not trained. Like like a space marine librarian is like stoic, yeah, intelligent, you know, mm-hmm. well trained. Half of the Imperial Guard psychers are just like holding their little staff and they're like <laughs> twitching. They're, they're, their lives are held by a thread. Sometimes, yep. you should know that sometimes in fucking, in like the lore, a, 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 a psyker in the guard will just like explode. They just explode he's not, because he's, just... not even in, he's not even in combat. He just, his his mind just finally failed. He's just like, wow. Uh, uh, ah! He just, he just goes. It's like, there's no reason. Jesus. They're very, well, they're not very well trained. To be fair, if you're in the garden, your psyker suddenly just explodes. You're probably like, well, that's messy, but. Don't good psyker anymore no more psyker yeah. i can hooray i just gotta clean these guts off of my jacket being, being anyway. a wizard is not great no no being a normal normie psyker is just mm-mm. fucking normies <laughs> fucking normie psychers go to a library our experiments had established that lads firing grenades didn't do much to the shield but since we were guardsmen we felt sure that enough faith and firepower could solve anything we set up positions around the shield and started continuously plinking lads fire into it because when you have a fusion reactor recharge your to recharge your cells from you might as well lay down some indiscriminate suppressive fire while we held the fort nubby and the cleric were sent to acquire as many explosives holy artifacts and priests as possible while they were out scrounging twitch made a very good argument for setting up a blast shield we voxed the cogboy and his buddies who were still under siege asked them to send down some servitors with big old metal shipping crates then we built a big ass wall around the shield uh, when the supply run was finished and the blast shield was in place, we more or less just dumped several wheelbarrows filled with holy symbols into the walled area, along with several barrels of Prometheum. We got a lot more of the stuff than we expected. It turns out that we were going to use it to blow up some heretics is a pretty persuasive argument. After that, we got the priest to bless all the explosive we could scrounge. We weren't sure it would help, but it certainly wouldn't hurt, and it let them feel useful. We tossed the holy munitions into the blast area as well as had Twitch set up the detonators. Then we got back as far as we could, started a 10-second timer on the explosives, and ran like hell. Only in 40k can the solution to a problem be throw a crucifix at it. (laughs) Bless these explosions and just wheelbarrow them in. Why not? In 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 the emperor's name and with his holy light, I will kick your shit in. None of us were really sure if the holy shrapnel helped at all. But then we came back. There was nothing left of the cultists and their shield except a glowing puddle of molten metal and a series of dents in the walls that no amount of buffing would ever remove. At this point, Sarge declared victory. And we all went back to get a snack, a nap, and a cup of recaf. After that was done, with we decided it was about time to retrieve the rest of our team and get the hell off this ship before anyone else tried to get us all killed. We secured the boss from our ship's brig by turning the cleanup investigation over to the second interrogator and promising to never bring or, or promising to never bring our wait, what the fuck? I think it's we supposed secured, to be never bring our boss back to the ship ever, and they just yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So we secured the boss from the ship's brig by turning the cleanup investigation over to the second interrogator and promising to never bring our boss back to the ship ever. While he was escorting escorted to the shuttle, we chatted with some of the priests who helped us make our giant holy hand grenade and got them to smooth things over well enough for us to get our adept and cogboy back. Finally, we got our sister and cleric deposited in our shuttle's infirmary, where they would stay until we handed them off to Oak's doctors for a complete set of augmetics. Then we went out and got drunk. We enjoyed a night of drinking with our friends from the other team, as well as a few of our more helpful pilgrim priests and our surviving nerds. The high point of this was us all giving Doc shit for being hung up on one of the hospitalers and then hauling his drunk ass down to their enclave and getting him to declare his undying love for her and her dexterous hands and perfect stitching. 
We dragged him away before he could devolve into soppy poetry, piled into our shuttle, and called it a night. By the time we all woke up back, uh, woke back up, we were docked with another Navy, Navy transport and on our way back to the ISS Pokemon Center. <laughs> How adorable. What a fun party. What, what a, a fun good time. party. What a, all right, what re a read time. this one with the Nazi on it. I'm curious. Oh, oh, that is a Nazi, isn't it? Uh, the trip uh, back was... Yeah, the trip back was almost exactly the same as the trip out, except we hung out with the Cogboy a little more, and Doc was kept busy. The tech priest had been damn handy working with the ship's admech and handling our communications, so we were so we promoted him to the rank of Cog Bro. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> and he was welcome in our quarters. Doc had a pretty stressful trip. It was his job to keep the sister and cleric alive until they could be handed off to Oak's medical teams. But he'd never had proper medical training, just a crash course in crash course in field aid and meatball surgery. The ship's surgeons could have helped, but the interrogator refused to ask the captain for their help for some reason. So Doc Doc cracked open his medical books and did the best he could. They lived mostly when we finally got back to the inquisitor ship we immediately went out and found the other survivors from our regiment we all swapped tales of incompetent superiors insane teammates horrific enemies and intense boredom until word came down that our interrogator was being praised for his success and would be elevated to full inquisitor Everyone had a good laugh about this, and we joked about where he'd find himself in prison next, right up until we got word that he was looking for us with the intent to add our squad to his new retinue. We spent the next week or so hiding with the cog bro in the bowels of the ship while all of our buddies made up wild and conflicting stories about our untimely death, reassignment to penal legion, imprisonment by the Ordos Hereticus, induction into the Astartes, and so on. Eventually, he left along with the surviving adept, as well as the sister and cleric, both of whom had more metal in them than the average tech priest by this point. We all breathed a sigh of relief and returned to our regiment's little camp. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Well, look at the last one. Yep, after, yeah, the last a few one. Weeks, after a few weeks of R&R, &R, or as close as you can get on an Inquisition battleship, a runner came down and told us we were being assigned to a new team under interrogator such and such. And we were to report to our shuttle immediately with a weary... Oh, immediately. Period. With a weary sigh, we packed up our bags, or overloaded wheelbarrow in Nubby's case, and headed out to our transport. When we got to the shuttle, the pilot helpfully informed us that the interrogator, his two assistants, and his three psychers were already aboard. Twitch and Nubby both tried to run for it, but the shuttle's hatch was already closed. Twitch and Nubby were retrieved, and we all moved into the main seating area of the shuttle. We were greeted by our new interrogator and introduced to our new teammates, one of whom was giggling and chewing on a seat cushion. As we stared in horror, the interrogator gave us a quick briefing, explaining that we had been assigned to go find out why a world hadn't been supplying psychers to the black ships. We did not have a good feeling about this. I the black ships you. are the are the ships that gather psychers to be sacrificed to the emperor. Oh, they are uh, okay. they are manned by the Sisters of Silence, which you would think would be a bad idea to man the psyker heavy ship with blanks. But uh, yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. That sounds like a lot of awful shit could happen. A lot of exploding guts and. Oof. I do enjoy how the next chapter is called "Dude, Where's My Psyker." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that is that's a pretty good uh chapter name yep more reasons why psychers are fucking horrifying yes every every psyker i've heard about that isn't like a librarian or well-trained is just a horrific spazzing monstrous ball of unsettling it's yep. oof, boy they I did a good job with the ending of uh of gaunt's ghost with creepy exorcist lady uh, yep. but um but yeah i mean just they're just so I mean, I mean, the only like major psyker we know of in in, in Soul Hunter is is fucking um ah uh, oh crap Reuven. Reuven. And he's a he's a real piece of shit. Yep. Uh, fun fact: if you're reading Blood Reaver, uh, Reuven uh makes a cameo. He does. Reuven he does make a cameo. cameo. That's Don't all spoil I'm it because it's uh yeah it's a good cameo. It's a great mm -hmm. cameo. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a mm -hmm. wonderful mm -hmm. cameo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm. Uh, wait a minute I'm stupid Octavia's a psyker well well she's an well I guess a, navig a, navigator, a navigator I think is naturally a a, natu okay. technically yes I believe 
Okay. Well, then I, um, Octavia's all right. She's she's pretty well put together. Yeah. She's not well, completely insane. Hey, well, she's, she's got hounds. A little bit. And hounds oh, is a good boy. Mistress. He's a nice little, little man. <laughs> nice little eyes <laughs> sewed shut and everything. He's so creepy, but he's so funny. Mistress. Mistress. You know, Hound would Hound is the average like sorority. It's like Doge Van Dyer person. It's like <laughs> Mistress, Mistress, why are you wearing shoes, Mistress? <laughs> Hound totally has foot fetish. Absolutely. I love a, I love how we, we just make like we probably make a combination of, of the, the weirdest and stupidest, but also some of the most cursed fucking 40k shit. Yeah, but at least it's different. It right? is different. It's different. It is different. Like, have, have you like seen you said, the there's thumbnail so many for... fucking boomer like, oh yeah, it's the same meme over and over again. Ha trouble me. meme Krieg. Ha ha. Yeah, hooray, fuck toasters, you know? Yeah. Well, um, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the only uh oh right, that's right. You have the <laughs> mechanical men shirt. Mechanical uh, men. Yep, the mechanical men shirt. <laughs> yeah, um the fucking uh I, I mean, I mean, grant, granted, you, you, you are right, though. That is, that is a big thing. I'm not quite sure if creating a, a sorority's foot fetish is particularly a better thing to add to the world, but here we <laughs> but are. But it's there. Here we are. It's... Um, the, so we haven't we haven't released the, the second White Scars video as of recording this, because we're recording this on Tuesday. Have you seen the new thumbnail for it? I haven't. Hey, Shy, you got should the thumbnail? I, should, I, should I see it? I'd love to uh, see it if you got it. Shy, if Shy doesn't have it already, here I'll post it. Oh my God, you made a Jagatai Keck. Uh, Jagatai Keck. <laughs> it, it, it works a lot more than I thought it would. Please tell me that's that's in the Discord at some point. Please tell me I, we I, have a Discord Jagatai Keck emote. I oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Right? Right? You could just crop the thumbnail of that, too. You really could just crop the thumbnail. Yeah. If we have Dean Kamen, if we literally have Dean Kamen, we have to use Jagatai Keck. Jagatai Keck, yep. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's already been uploaded by the time this video gets uploaded, but even so, it's still funny to me. Oh, my God. I love that. It's That's such a good Jagatai Keck, too. It's a really good image. It's a really good image. I love it. Uh, anyway, though, um, this we so we, we would read the next thing of all Garson Party. We read it. We yep. did the thing. Is good. We were sober the whole time. We, we were, were. The only thing in my veins was caffeine, and that, that's it. We yeah, did the just, thing. God we were sober. Damn it. We enjoyed it. It was hilarious. It was great. It sucks being a guardsman, doesn't it? It, it kind of sucks. It does. Well, then again, you know. It's all relative. To to them, the greatest uh, greatest thing of all time would be to serve the emperor. So that's true. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's like one of those things where like your happiness is dependent. You know, like I I might have like a really bad day, but I got all that I have. And then like some per- tribe in Africa has like water one day, and they're like, "I'm on the on the fucking moon." Yeah, I'm know? on the like, top of the, the yeah, life it's couldn't all, get any it's better. All relative, you know? I found it's a all bottle relative. of clean water that I can drink or use to bathe. Ah, oh, it's the top of the world, yeah, and it's all, it's and all relative. And we're over here like there were mean comments on the internet. Someone called me me. <laughs> someone called me stupid because I said Caesar's <laughs> Legion instead of Genghis Khan. Mm. <laughs> In fully furnished house with fully yeah. running water in I'm a nice go, part of it. Yeah. I'm gonna put my gas mask on and kill myself by running into <laughs> a goddamn ward zone. Jeez. So yeah, guardsman party. So, yeah. We did it. We did it. Uh, I did mean, it. I'm assuming they might want us to do more. I don't know. I don't know how well this video will be received. Uh, let us know. Check out our Patreon. Yeah. Check out the new merchandise. Hey, All those wonderful the mechanical things. men shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you can find us at at, 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 at Bricky and DK and mm, and Shoggy. Quiet All those things. All the we good all places stream. with the good stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bri- yep. Yep. That's it. Um, that's all. I'm gonna go. Uh. Yeah. What are you? What are you gonna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I gonna go. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit a video, but that's not fun.
I haven't um, had breakfast yet. I, I've I've just had like uh, some coffee. I think I'm I think I'm gonna go uh, get some food. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, brunch. Go, I'm gonna go flay my slave. I don't know, man. Just, oh boy, whatever. whatever. That's and that's someone, unfortunate. That's unfortunate for that slave. Yeah. He talked back. You know, he's got. Yep. I have I have two know? shelves of manga to read uh, behind me. So yeah, I I got things to do. You know what? I'm gonna go play Guilty Gear. Nice. Who you may? Oh, you Milia. Yeah, um, I, I made Milia. That yeah. may have been a mistake. Uh, she does seem a little complex. She she got some uh, she got some good options on wake up though. Like if you knock yeah. someone down and then toss her little projectile, it becomes really hard because then you overhead them and they have to block mid, low, and high, and it's a fucking mess. And it's, yeah, I know she, what that means. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll, you, you, as, as time goes on, the only reason I know about it is because I, I, I watch uh, fighting game tournaments on, on Twitch. I, I couldn't do it myself. I just I'll just play Nago then in that case. Yeah. Because he have really sword. good slash. Good slash. Big yep. slash. You want to get All right, that goodbye. Slash. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.